Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to, welcome to our topic discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call in. You can join our discussion. hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. There are so many things that i got to get through, so I'm going to kind of rush through on some bullet points and uh, sort of stimulate our, our discussion. Hollow man. You know what I mean when I talk about hollow man. I'm talking about somebody who has absolutely no values other than ambition and a desire to create money for himself. No values whatsoever inside. Hollow man shows his true finality, moving to end uh, a program, a refugee program that, that, that allowed tens of thousands of legal immigrants into the United States. In his typical uh, us against those darker people's uh, 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 value system, uh, Trump has uh, basically uh, tried to rally the support of those sort of American nationalists who seem to celebrate anything that you do that marginalizes the interest or the needs uh, of those people that are not like them. How will this uh, uh, literally zeroing out uh, 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 asylum seekers into the United States be, being allowed to legally immigrate into the United States. How is that going to help the United States when it needs uh, coalition partners to fight its so-called war on uh, uh, on terrorism? If you recall, when uh, the Gulf War took place, there were some 80, 82 countries that aligned with the United States under George Bush the first. Uh, to help in some ways or at least sign on politically uh, to the struggle to um, uh, get Iraq uh, out of Kuwait. What, what happens if something like that happens today and you need to call on the world community and you have dumped uh, on the world community in the way that Donald Trump uh, is doing right now? Hollow Man is now uh, also using, you won't believe this, antitrust legislation to prevent four automakers from willingly agreeing to auto emission standards. Now, William Barr, our so-called attorney general, his Justice Department can spend time on uh, fighting uh, these, these automakers for willingly agreeing to work with California to establish uh, a uniform auto emission standards that are going to be adopted or, 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 or maintained by those four companies willingly. They willingly agreed to do this. Barr is actually suing them using antitrust legislation to prevent them from doing something willingly to protect our environment. He can spend Justice Department money on that, but he can't spend Justice Department money on fighting voter uh, 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 suppression and so on. He, 
he actually uh, is his, his the Trump administration is using the Environmental Protection Agency to protect corporations from the environment. Yeah, just wrap your mind around that. If Trump believes gun violence is the result of undiagnosed, untreated mental illness, where are the funds and the programs to accomplish that goal? He he first when he when he felt like he had to pretended that he was behind uh, intensive or, or more uh, comprehensive background checks, as if that was going to be the answer uh, to the gun violence question, not removing the guns from the environment in the first place. Why would we do something like that? But when he got his pushback from not just the National Rifle Association, but the representatives of those people that think that they have to protect themselves from the government by having the same kind of of guns and armament that the government has. Uh, when, he, when he started to hear from those people, he pushes back and he says, well, you know, it's not really the background check stuff. You know, it's mental illness. And we need to do something about, you know, this untreated issue of mental illness in our society. Well, if that's what you believe. What are you doing to to address that? Nothing. HUD and his uh, HUD secretary, excuse me, Trump and his HUD secretary, uh, Dr. Ben Carson, are literally breaking the law, withholding disaster uh, uh, billions that have been appropriated just three months ago. HUD uh, has not published rules that, that, that tell a jurisdiction how to apply for the funds. I don't know if you knew how this process works. Every time there is a disaster, they don't go to a set playbook of instructions on how you apply for funds. You have to, for each individual disaster, you have a new set of rules that are created for just that disaster. And then each jurisdiction, each state or territory has to apply under rules written for that state or that territory. So we have nine states and uh, the Virgin Islands that have received some money from that uh, recent appropriation uh, from Congress for disaster relief. Uh, but one state they haven't even written, or one territory they've not even written the rules for yet. That's Puerto Rico. And the reason why they haven't written the rules, according to uh, the um, uh, uh, to Dr. Carson, the reason why they haven't written the rules is because they feel that uh, Puerto Rico, because of the change in government, uh, is at risk of corruption. And uh, because they don't want to see dollars misused, they haven't put, rule, put rules together yet on how Puerto Rico can apply for the money. That explanation makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Every time they, they appropriate money for disaster release, relief, they not only write rules on how you apply for the money, they also include money in the disaster relief for the uh, HUD or FEMA, whoever manages uh, the disaster relief program, uh, provides money to, for them to hire uh, oversight people to make sure that the money is being spent in the way that the money was intended to be uh, spent. That makes no sense. You have held on to dollars, uh, over $90 billion appropriated over the last two years for Hurricane Maria relief, uh, most of which was supposed to go to Puerto Rico. They've only seen about $20 billion of that money allocated, and most of that $20 billion has gone into uh, infrastructure stuff for the administration of the disaster relief program, not the actual disaster relief uh, itself. And just quickly on this score, uh, there is no go uh, uh, government instability in the Virgin Islands, so why were they underserved uh, uh, by this program? 
all the relief funds already, or well, I already talked about that. Let me just quickly get into what I wanted to cover for today. I think I have about uh, about two, three minutes. Um, so you, you can't, you, you just can't make this stuff up. The Trump administration is actually diverting three point. Uh, is it three? Yeah, three point six billion dollars that had been appropriated in uh, monies for Pentagon uh, construction projects, not construction projects for war stuff, but for the people that actually make up the people in the Pentagon, schools, hospitals, service buildings, things like that, uh, 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 re- retooling airports, um, uh, warehouses, that sort of stuff. And the cost of repairing um, uh, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands also postponed by the Trump administration and is $3.6 billion in money appropriated for uh, the Pentagon. That money is being held uh, with the idea that he would use the money to help build his, his border wall. More than half the cuts, $1.8 billion, are to projects uh, at overseas bases. Uh, it's easiest to cut them because there's less reaction uh, from the communities affected. At least the people in this country don't feel the reaction because it's happening overseas. One, uh, $1.1 billion in the cuts are for U.S. bases, in which $95 million of those cuts are for an engineering center at the Military Base Academy here in New York State. An additional $687 million in projects were cut uh, in U.S. territories, including 10 in Puerto Rico, 8 in Guam, 3 in the Virgin Islands. You can kind of see the pattern here about what Trump feels is not good enough uh, to, to get behind. He feels it's a national security problem, uh, talking about Mike Esper, who is the current Secretary uh, of Defense, and Trump says that he thinks it's a, uh, the border uh, issue or, or, or the um, uh, illegal crossings are a national security problem as well. So he says, when you have thousands of people trying to rush our country, I think that national security, uh, uh, that's national security. When you have drugs pouring into our country, I view that as national security. And he said he had very good conversations with various members of Congress. Who knows what that means? Trump is still trying to sell the American people the notion that the border wall is necessary for national security. In the year 2000, you had something in the area of 200,000 people a month illegally crossing into the United States. In the year 2018, you had between 20,000 and 40,000 people per month uh, trying to cross into the United States. If it wasn't a national security crisis in the year 2000, when there were 200,000 people a month crossing, why is it a national security uh, uh, threat now when there are somewhere between 20 and and, and 40,000 people uh, crossing? Further, the majority of illegal uh, crossings 20 years ago were single males looking to work in the United States, then return home seasonally. If they were not a security threat, why would today's immigrants, made up largely of women with young children, why would they be such a security threat? The reality is that Donald Trump built his campaign for the presidency by claiming that he would make America much more white again. He clearly believes that attacking brown and black-skinned people cost him relatively little among the vast majority of middle-class whites, and it gains him tremendous favor among the more race-oriented right-wing whites. The reality is that Trump and his administration has been planning to divert money allocated by Congress for other purposes and using it to do on the sneak what he couldn't do in the face of Congress, and the courts might just let him get away with this. I have... 
Oh, gosh, I'm out of time. I'll try to do the best I can uh, using the calls to try to get this done. Let me get Tony first, and then we'll get John and Lockport. Tony, how are you doing out there? Well, first of all, I did serve in the United States Army from 1971 to 73. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yep. When I was accused of something, I you know that's not true. I I I wanted to call back, but it was too late. Yep. First of all, the magnitude of the abuse of power that this man has perpetrated on this country is historical. It's yep. never been done. Yep. Never had we had to do this stuff. When I was in the service, I flew on C-17s at one time, a few times. Those things can carry trucks and everything else in their bed in the, in, on the plane to get it to another place. Well, according to last night that we found out that these uh, C-17s we were going to Kuwait, but they were rerouted to Turnberry. The place wow. where, yep. where Turnberry is where President Trump has his golf course. Yep. And that town has only one little gas station because it's so small. And what happened is they, the government allowed the plane to get refueled in Turnberry. Right. And for $11 million overcharge. Yep. Because these planes normally fly to bases that are in Germany or wherever. That's the first thing. Now let's talk about the Ukraine. I heard that there was a prisoner exchange going on this morning. I'm not sure if that was with Russia. Not sure if that's true. But the president is withholding $250 billion in aid to fight for the Ukrainian government to fight the Russians. And he will not release this money. If the money is not released by 30th, the 30th of September, that's the funding goes away. Right. It's $250 million, not $250 billion, But you're right. He's using that money as a, ho- a hostage. Uh, it's extortion. Exactly. It's extortion. Right. And the reason he's doing that is he wants the president of Ukraine to have a full investigation of Joe Biden and his son. Yep. To get to do this, this is unbelievable. Now we've had enough gun trouble in this country. I'll read you something from the from the Mother Jones issue, and I went back in time to June of nineteen uh, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. On April seventh of two thousand fifteen, the Annals of Internal Medicine, a team of doctors wrote. Does not matter whether we believe that guns kill people, or that people kill, or that people kill people with guns. The result is the same: mm-hmm. a public health crisis. In the year 2012, 229 billion dollars was figured out as a cost of gun violence in the United States of America. That that includes hospitalization, but it also includes incarceration. Right. You've got prisons. It also includes all the hospital treatments, the mental treatments, et cetera, that you were speaking of earlier in the the, uh, beginning of the show. 
this president doesn't believe anything he says, that mental treatment, there hasn't been a single gun person in the last six months who's been considered to have mental health problems. Right. Not a single one. What, what are we, and here's my biggest beef. The Democrats said that they are going to look into the vice president staying at the uh, Trump facilities again. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what they said. Yeah, well, they say things. But <laughs> do, do they do them? I'm upset because they don't need any more investigation. They have the... Uh, the uh, uh, they have the 10 points in the... Uh, in the Mueller report, report, right, yep. That, that you don't need any more investigation. Yep. You don't know. You don't need any more witnesses. They're they're all they're, they're ridiculous. Just get the daggone impeachment started. Yep. I give you that thought. And anyone who who uh, and the thing you talked about, which you they took the money from the Pentagon. It's illegal to take funding from one agency and right. put it in another. Right. And now they're going to have to pass. They're going to have to pass more legislation just to stop him from doing something that the previous legislation already stopped him, you know, from doing. This and is the, the, the well, Democrats are just yeah. The Democrats are just too. Um, how shall I say? Too, too nice. Yeah, too, yeah. I guess that's the best way to say it. Yeah. My last point is. I, and if I die tomorrow, I would be so proud to say that I lived in the era of our president, Barack Obama, and his wife, Michelle. They added class, honesty, and dignity. Yeah. And you're going to get somebody that's going to tell you about uh, the uh, Fast and Furious. Remember that? Right, right, exactly. Well, yes, because it was on a show that I couldn't respond to it. Fast and Furious started under President under George, George W. Bush. George Bush II, right. And they, they, and they claimed that there was a bullet from a gun that shot and killed one of the 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 uh, policemen. Right. They never found the bullet. Right. Never found right. a bullet. They just That's said a that lot stuff. Of crap. Yep. And they still harp upon 30,000 missing <laughs> uh, emails. <laughs> right. But yep. the point is, these were, all, these were all deleted by forensic attorneys. I brought that up years ago. Right. Remember? Yep. They had to be appointed by yep. a magistrate. This is just the this is just the Republican sound machine. They they control so much of the media, and they just use their control to feed nonsense out here, and people just hear the nonsense because those are the radio stations and TV stations that you're listening to. Tony, yeah, got to well, run. I got to take our first you. break. Thanks, man. Let's take our first break, and then we'll get back with John in Lockport. So if you all stick with us, uh, we will see us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. 
call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. When is a pencil more than a pencil? When it takes me from art class to gallery walls worldwide. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. Come in store this week for great deals under a dollar. Staples one-subject notebooks are just 25 cents each, and Staples two-pocket poly folders are just 50 cents each. Staples, back to school and beyond. Ends 9-14-19, in-store only. Limit 30 on notebooks and poly folders, while supplies last. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 24 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month, First Alert is reminding you to install smoke and CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. And always remember to test your alarms regularly and replace the batteries every six months. To eliminate the need for battery replacements, install 10-year sealed battery alarms. Learn more about reliable protection you can trust at firstalert.com slash month and visit Lowe's stores today. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Possibly the biggest. I have not sure. I'm not sure that I've ever even heard of a Category 5. I knew it existed, and I've seen some Category 4s. You don't even see them that much, but a Category 5 is something that uh, I don't know that I've ever even heard the term other than I know it's there. Okay, so he's never heard of a Category 5 hurricane before, except for, well, uh, well, this was four months ago, back in May. I've just come from a stop at Tyndall Air Force Base where I saw the devastating effects of that Category 5 hurricane. Category 5. Never heard about Category 5s before. Category 5 is big stuff. He never heard of it then, and he said he never heard of a Category 5 about 10 different times when Maria hit Puerto Rico. This is the fourth Category 5 since he's been president. He has the memory and skin tone of a goldfish, this man. But... <laughs> While the storm was a brewing, the president was a golfing. He played a round of golf at his club in Virginia on Saturday and another one yesterday. But his press secretary defended the decision. She said the president received hourly updates while he was on the course golfing. She says that like it sounds like a good thing. <laughs> you know, all this nonsense, I noticed this while I was gone, really sinks in when you're away from it for a while. Since we left for vacation, the president canceled the trip to Poland to monitor Dorian from his golf course in Virginia, tweeted 514 times, tried to buy Greenland and threw a fit when they wouldn't sell it, <laughs> suggested firing a nuclear missile at a hurricane, announced he would be suing people who worked for him for violating confidentiality agreements, attacked Grace from Willa Grace, Deborah Messing, predicted Sean Spicer will do great on Dancing with the Stars, congratulated Poland on the anniversary of the Nazi invasion, fired his longtime assistant who reportedly got drunk and told journalists 
that Trump doesn't like to be photographed with his daughter Tiffany because he believes her to be overweight and wished a happy birthday to Regis. Which that I don't mind, happy birthday Regis, but this thing with Tiffany. Oh no, that's, don't encourage him. After the story about Tiffany broke, Trump, who again fired his longtime assistant for this, Trump was in the unique position of having to convince reporters that even though he fired the woman for saying he didn't want his daughter around, he had to tell him he never said he didn't want his daughter around. Here he is responding to the question, have you spoken to Tiffany? We have a call in. She's going to be calling me back as soon as I get to Camp David. What are you going to tell her? Uh, I'm going to say it's just absolutely false. She's a wonderful person. She studied so hard. She's a great student. And she's just a great, she's a great person. Uh, so I look forward to talking to her. I'll be talking to her as soon as I get. And I love Tiffany. Tiffany's a great person. Thank you very much. <laughs> Poor Tiffany. Her father shows more affection for Kim Jong-un than he does. <laughs> that is so special. Listen, I want to, that was too much. I can't believe that, that, that he's, he's actually estranged from his youngest daughter. How can you be estranged from your, your youngest daughter? That just makes no sense. But I just want to share something with you. When we talk about this climate changing stuff, this is not a game. This is serious. In the 20th century, the 1901 to 1999, the average temperature of the Earth rose by 0.6 tenths of a degree Celsius, or 1.1 degree Fahrenheit. If we stay on the track that we're on right now, by the time we get to the end of this decade, the average temperature of the Earth will rise somewhere between 1.8 degrees additional uh, centigrade or 4.0 degrees uh, Celsius, excuse me, uh, 1.8 degrees to 3.2 degrees Celsius or from 4 point, as much as 4.0 to 7.2 degrees Fahrenheit through the 21st century. If that occurs, I need for you to understand 70% of the surface of the planet is water. The amount of heat you have to create in order to heat that much surface area enough to raise the atmospheric temperature by four degrees is incredible. Once you've done that, you can't undo it. It's going to be in the atmosphere virtually forever. All you can do is stop contributing to it. You can't undo what you've already done. We are already seeing glaciers the size of Delaware sliding off of Greenland. We've seen glaciers decide the size of Rhode Island sliding off of the Arctic uh, shelf. At some point, it's got to dawn on us that this is, you, this is unsustainable. We're, what we see t taking place in the Bahamas is going to become the routine. This is going to happen three, four, five times a year, every year, and worse every year going forward. Let me get John in Lockport on and see what his thoughts are. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. Uh, you know, the thing that's been bothering me lately is you talk to some of my friends or anybody, and what you said about the uh, Republican propaganda is so true. They're so good at that. Uh, and and what, what a lot of people I talk to say, well, all the politicians are the same. They're all the same. They're one is as bad as the other. But that's just not true. I mean, right. if you go through, uh, we, we talked about Moscow Mitch and what he's done. After the House has, has put out 100 uh, different um, uh, bills, and he won't even look at them. 
250 uh, bills have been passed by this Congress. Right. Yeah, the only way that you can are going to be able to do anything is if you have control of the presidency and both houses. Yep. But the problem is, in the last 40 years, the Democrats have only had that situation, I think, four years out yep. of 40. Yep. And so, but yet, anything that's been done for the middle class has been done by the Democrats. Uh, you know, if you go back to Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, even uh, Obamacare has been done, but the Obamacare was done in one of those periods, one of those two periods, the two-year periods, where the Democrats had control of the, the presidency in the two houses. And they had to, I think they had to change the vote in the Senate to a, uh, a uh, majority vote, 51, I think, right. for one of those things, which has kind of hurt us because uh, now Mitch McConnell is, is passing all these judges. And, and this, is what, this is what Moscow Mitch said at the time. He said, yeah. if you eliminate the filibuster, you're the one who's going to be sorry. Because a day is right. going to come when the Republicans are going to be in control, and without right. that 60-vote margin to slow things down, it, just a 51-vote uh, margin, the Republicans right. are going to be able to do whatever, whatever they want, and that's what's occurring right now in these judicial appointments. But that's another thing, though. This, this, people think this is a perfect government, but, you know, when you think about it, you've got, you got a, a situation where you have a Senate with, um, where, where you, California has two senators, for 40 million people. Mm -hmm. and Wyoming has like two senators for like 100,000 some people. It's ridiculous. Right. Alaska, Alaska has less than 700,000 people in the state and they right. get two senators. <laughs> right. It, 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 and that's so, you know, this thing is going to be so unbalanced. And then when you add the, the electoral college to this mess, it, you, you know, that's why you can't get things done for the middle classes because the, the Republicans have a way of stopping everything. Yep. They can stop they, they can stop a, a, an election with a, the Electoral College. They can stop uh, passing bills by having all these senators from these small red states, uh, uh, you know, coming together. So it, it's, it's very difficult to get anything done. And, but, to, but to say that, that both sides, there's an equivalency of, of uh, that all politicians are just as bad as one another is just ridiculous because... The only time we've ever gotten anything done for the middle class is when you had Democrats in there, and even even the you know that they have no the Republicans have no one to hang their hat on. They they try to hang their hat on on Lincoln and and Teddy Roosevelt. Those two guys would be left wing Democrats today if they were <laughs> in the if they were around today. Teddy Roosevelt especially. And would of be course they, they they love Democrat. Ronald Reagan, but see what nobody ever talks about. I, I just can't understand what the love affair is with Ronald Reagan. Not only was Ronald Reagan the author of the legislation that made it possible for the outsourcing of tens of thousands of American factories to, uh, to other countries. That was done by changing the tax law on, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, depreciation of, uh, of assets. Assets were turned into three-year properties, five-year properties, 10-year properties, and 15-year properties. And you could recover... Uh, significant portions of your depreciation of those uh, uh, assets in the first year with first year cost recovery and then accelerated cost recovery going going forward. That made it possible for you to finance. You could afford with the savings and taxes, you could then afford to spend that money to move uh, companies to low wage countries uh, uh, over, uh, overseas. So not only did, did, did uh, uh, Ronald Reagan uh, uh, do that, Oh God! I forgot the other, 
Yeah, yeah. well, he, you know, he, I, I, how many times have you heard me say this, that Ronald Reagan destroyed the middle class. Yep. All you have to do is look at the graphs that, uh, as far as the middle class has progressed since him, and it, it's been a disaster. He, he ended, the, uh, he destroyed, started the destruction of the unions. Yep. And uh, he also was responsible for not reacting uh, for the AIDS crisis. So many people died before he finally reacted, after he realized that uh, some of his buddies could get AIDS. Could, could get AIDS. There's and so and then the, the other thing about terrible. Ronald Reagan that, I, that I, I, was, I, I meant to mention, he also set in motion the idea that it was okay for the President of the United States to underwrite an administration that actually committed out-and-out crimes. And what I mean by that is they w- it was illegal for them to buy uh, weapons to finance the uh, uh, militarization or the armament of the Iraqis uh, against the Iranians. You, re- you remember the Iran-Contra? I mean, not, not, I mean the, um, the... It's the most impeachable offense in American history, right. the Iran-Contra thing. Right. And I, as I mentioned before, the two guys that took the, the hit for that were um, Oliver North and uh, Poindexter. Right. And... The guy that, that uh, because he, actually George Bush Sr. was part of that exactly. thing, too. And yep. then when he became president, when, when George Bush became president, his his attorney general, by the name of William Barr, said, look it, this thing's not going to go away unless you pardon those two guys. Yep. So what did, what did uh, George Bush do? He pardoned Poindexter and North, and uh, therefore the Iran-Contra thing disappeared. It went away. And for all intents and purposes, we normalized that by doing what you just said, we normalized this grotesquely illegal conduct. And we're not talking about illegal conduct, you know, like, you know, you, um, you know, cross the street in the middle of a, of a block or, you know, you overcharge somebody, you know, for some cigarettes. We're, we're talking about the kind of misconduct that if you were not the president of the United States, you were somebody on the street. You'd be doing 20 to 35 years for the kind of crimes these people were committing and whatnot. Yet this has been done with abandon. And all of these Republicans made it their business to lionize Ronald Reagan for the sole purpose of making you look at the lionizing of Ronald Reagan and not look at what Ronald Reagan actually did. So he. Price, you know, because yeah. it, 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 it is always said that just as Mitch, just as Moscow Mitch said, you know, if 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 you don't turn your back on this, if you don't stop this right now, the day is going to come at the thing that you let loose is going to get let loose on you, and right. that's what we're living with uh, right now. Um, this this fellow is the worst that I have ever seen in my lifetime maybe the worst the country's ever seen, because he seems to believe in lawlessness. It's not just that he does horrible things. He seems to believe in doing horrible things. He actually diverted airplanes, (laughs) military airplanes, to fly hundreds of of miles, thousands of miles out of their way to refuel at a place near, uh, I think, Lockerbie or whatever it was, uh, uh, near uh, one of his golf courses, you know, just so that they could get the revenue you know, from sure. the refueling. Yeah. How, who does stuff like that? Who even thinks of something like that, right? 
think because so many of those things had never been done before, I think people I think people don't know the media and people just don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Because it's so unusual. <laughs> you know, and then you know we had a person on last week. I don't know if he'll be on. We'll call in today. Who actually, and I don't think he meant it to sound the way that he that he, he he said it. I think he was just kind of caught up in the moment, but he actually defended uh, Hitler, and <laughs> his rationale was that, well, you know, remember that uh, the Germans uh, after the World War II, by the time you got into the late 1920s, the early 1930s, the Germans they they, they had bread lines and people were were. Uh, standing in bread lines, you know, to be able to get something to eat. Right. And Hitler came and he changed all of that. So Yes, he did. And, and, <laughs> and as I said, too, when he said that, uh, I said that uh, Mussolini made the trains run on time. That's right. And, uh, Stalin, uh, uh, you know, Stalin did a lot of good things, too, and so did uh, Mao Zedong. But the, the bad far outweighs the good. There you I go. Don't think he, I, I don't, you're right. I don't think he was really meant that. But the, the, the thing that I, the, other, the thing then in in summary, I wanted to say, though, was uh, why do these middle-class people think that the Republicans are, are on their side? They've never done anything except for the top 1%. And, and but yet they, they make, every, make these other people think that they are doing a lot for them. The Republicans you know? are very skillful at oh, making it seem as if the reason why you're not getting what you think you should be getting out of the American apple pie is because somebody else is getting something that they don't deserve. So right. it's asylum seekers, it's uh, uh, what, what do you call you know the uh, uh, people crossing over, single moms crossing the border with their with their kids. It's you know brown people and black people who were used to be marginalized and locked out of the locked out of the workforce. Now they're getting jobs that they they didn't used to be able to get. So that means those jobs aren't available for you. I mean, they, the Republicans always turn American citizens against other American citizens. You, you, you remember when uh, Mitch, Mitt Romney, who's our Utah Mormon, you, you would think he was this upright moral guy. And yet when, you caught, when he got caught uh, uh, talking and not realizing somebody was recording him, he called 47% of the people in the country takers. They were all moochers. Right. And yeah. then the other 53% were supporting the 40, uh, uh, 47%. And just completely bizarre lying statements and so on, right? Right. And yet, but, but that, that, that walked, you know, at least with, with his audience. So that's what we're really dealing with. And I think that the Democrats are going to have to find a way to become much more muscular in the media. If you have to you know, take dollars, even if it's not your main way of making money, you got to start getting in control of media so that you've got a voice that you can speak from. Uh, because if you have that voice, you can blunt, you know, what's being uh, done by Fox News and uh, Savage and, and uh, Rush Limbaugh, you know, because those are the only voices that you hear. When I'm on the road... Well, that, that, the worst thing that they ever did was uh, get rid of the, uh, what, what did they call the uh, law that said that you had to uh, have uh, a yeah, balance. The, the, fair, the fairness doctrine. The right. fairness doctrine, yep. yes, the fairness doctrine. That's the worst thing they ever did. Yep, yep. All right, man, I appreciate you, John. I'll talk to you next week, okay? Let's take our last break, and then we'll get Ron, then we'll get Bill on. So if you all stick with us, uh, we will send us out of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again.
Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. At Pine Pharmacy, where you buy your CBD oil is just as important as what you buy. Pine Pharmacy insists on high quality and independent testing on every batch of topical CBD sold. Rub on topical CBD hemp extracts from Charlotte's Web and Green Roads. For CBD you can trust, buy from a pharmacy you trust. Pine Pharmacy in Williamsville. Online at pinepharmacy.com. Call 716-332-2288. That's 332-2288. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Want to take more of your favorite music, news, sports, and podcasts with you on the go? Download the free radio.com app today on your phone or connected device. Or listen live on your smart speaker anytime, anywhere. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Come on, come on, come on and shout. There are many people, Americans, specifically in South Carolina. We just saw my partner, Ali Belshi, in the storm's path, a storm that is now a Category 3. Why on earth are we still talking about this? Man, if I had an answer to that, I could maybe solve the world's problems. It is just the craziest, most frustrating thing, because obviously none of this matters. The fact that he was wrong about Alabama initially, any normal president could simply have said, initial report suggested perhaps Alabama might be impacted. That's not the case. I'm glad. Now let's focus on who is really in this path, the, the, you know, the path of this storm and taking care of them. He's incapable of doing that. He's incapable of ever admitting error on anything, uh, which is a, you know, psychological trait that is damaging to the presidency and obviously hurting the American people. Uh, and let's not forget that it is actually a federal crime to doctor a weather map in the way that he allegedly doctored it with a uh, jail term up to 90 days. Uh, and there's a reason for that. The reason for that is that people can be misled and resources can be misdirected. Uh, that is the real problem here. And it is a psychological, structural problem in the president that he is incapable of overcoming. Shannon, do you agree with that? The president is just calling this the fake news media ganging up on him again. And lots of people are exhausted by that narrative. Why is this important? Why should people at home care about it? 
Well, Stephanie, I think this is important because it's one more example of the White House basically doctoring evidence to fit the president's version of events or his perception of reality. Um, I was going back and because this seemed eerily familiar to me that we are shown some piece of supposed evidence that uh, doesn't seem to match any other version of reality. Um, and I just could think, come up with a number of examples. Obviously, from the very first day of this administration in this briefing room where I'm standing, when Press Secretary Sean Spicer used photos that we later learned were cropped and edited to show a bigger crowd size on the inauguration day. Uh, there was the Voter Fraud Commission that was created to back up the president's, or to attempt to back up the president's claim of a million uh, illegal votes on in the election that would have you know, cost him the electoral victory. That commission marshaled a lot of resources from the government, and it ended up being disbanded without coming up with any evidence. Um, there was the Comey wiretapping, where he requested Congress investigate this false claim. Again, uh, you know, sending government resources to investigate something based on a false perception of reality. And um, I mean, we have been told, I have been told by an administration official that there was indeed a Sharpie uh, that was used to make that black line on the map. That's the president's known for signing documents with the Sharpie. So. <laughs> and I mean, that that's just the crux of it. Last week, we talked about this president being a immoral, deceitful, lawless human being. And we see this over and over and over again. And the thing that is just so distressing about it is he is deceitful and lawless and, and immoral on things that don't make an ounce of difference. What difference does it make whether or not the hurricane was going to get all the way across Florida and touch Alabama or not? Why would that make any difference to you? If it didn't get that far, just say, whew, good job, you know, Alabama. Good good job getting out of the way. <laughs> just move on, right? Why why are we even having this conversation? The the fact that we have to have this conversation that we would not have had with any other president in the United States says something incredibly important about what kind of human being we have hired to be the president of our country. Let me get Ron on from Cheektowaga. I'm pretty sure he'll have pretty good thoughts on this. Ron, how are you doing out there? Okay. Yeah, last week on the show, and this is, this is scary, because the individual who made this statement uh, sounds pretty intelligent, okay, uh, most of the time. Hmm. But they made the statement uh, that uh, the Democrats are already socialists and that the socialists uh that they, that it's hypocritical for them to attack socialists because they're socialists just like the nazis and the russians and the mm-hmm. and the maoists uh, the, the chinese uh, and apparently people are i don't know 30 40 percent of the population are making the assumption that a socialism the word itself is bad therefore that any government assertiveness to alleviate anything suffering and that is the same equivalent in other words uh that uh providing health care and aid for disabled and elderly people like social security and mm-hmm. medicare that's the exact uh totally undifferentiated equivalent of buchenwald the dachau the gulag right. Right. and uh, uh the cultural revolution right. they're, they're, people are actually being fed this and it again right. And Ron, those Social Security benefits that you're giving out to some 60 million people in the United States, that is an evidence 
of absolute Nazism and and Maoism yeah. and Mussoliniism. Okay, <laughs> I mean, you should and, go to jail for that. They're making they're making an absolute equivalency between any kind of government assertiveness and the evils done by countries calling themselves socialist. Yeah, and and people are buying it. I, apparently, thirty five, forty percent of the people are buying because this stuff. they don't understand what it means. They yeah. don't. It's just like you know. Uh, uh, the People's Republic of China yep. sounds like it's a republic. The United States is a republic. Are we the same thing? No. The form of government has, you know, the same similar kind of structures in the sense that you have, you know, some version of a parliament that's elected by the people and you have a, a sort of a, a ruling executive, you know, that is uh, elected separately from the parliament, supposedly. It has the same kinds of government features. I don't think anybody would say that China's government and the United States government are the same thing, just because the words are the same. Well, as I said before, people, they, they toss terms around like this. People say, well, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. Okay, but a republic, it, it, the, the difference between it, with the, the classic definition, I've said this a half a dozen times on different programs, is a democracy, if you use the, the strict interpretation of the word, mm-hmm. is direct participation in government. Now, right. it, that came out of Greece, and because you, you only males who were property owners could be, uh, could, uh, be part of, uh, you know, had any citizenship, therefore... In a place like Athens, we had a hundred thousand people. They could come into one of the the big coliseums there and enact government laws and assign people to carry them out. Obviously, in a country that's large, you don't have that. So, yeah, Germany was a Nazi Germany was a republic. The Soviet Union was a republic. Right. Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, uh, but they, they were not democratic republics. Right. They were that the. the People who did the indirect representation, that's all republic means, the indirect representation of people. They gather in a central area, either regionally or nationally. Okay, But those in Germany and, and Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia, they were appointed by the, the ruling party, backed up by the military and secret mm-hmm. police. Here we're, we're trying to maintain a democratic system where the people pick representatives to go to indirectly represent them. So, But people toss these terms around and they, and they, they make false equivalencies that are just it's scary that people are that ignorant. Yep. Somehow we just have to keep talking to people and educating people as we go along. And yes. hopefully that's going to be the outcome of what we're doing. Yep. All right. Thanks, Ron. I appreciate you, man. Let's get, uh, I think it's uh, Bill in uh, Chittawaga for, uh, next. Bill, how are you doing out there? Doing good, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I, I just want to say that uh, I, I would not want Teddy Roosevelt in the Democratic Party. He, <laughs> he did do some good things for workers' rights, and he was good on the environment, but he was unfortunately a racist and an imperialist. So. Right. I don't think we need that in a Democratic Party. No, we, um, I guess they're just saying as bad as Roosevelt was as just as you described if he was in today's republican party he would be considered a communist (laughs) they would Um, be a left-wing flower child (laughs) yeah i just want to say one thing out there on contra affairs that um george hw bush was implemented in that um and uh um do you know where a lot of the drugs what state a lot of the drugs were going into um, when they were having that, well, I, I know that the drugs were coming out of Colombia through Panama, and they were going into California, and they were going into New York State, largely in New York City, 
and, uh, and, and Arkansas. And Arkansas, right. Yep. And you know who was governor in, during during uh, that time, uh, right? Our, our cousin uh, Billy uh, Billy Clinton. And do you know what never came up, and or is, to best of my knowledge, never came up in the debates between George H. W. Bush and Mr. Clinton? The Iran Contra scandal and this drug affair. Interesting, huh? Interesting. Yeah, and I want to say <laughs> one last thing about uh, about Trump is that um, Trump um, he hires illegal aliens and has hired them all his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been mentioned by some people on the left that the employers should be penalized a lot more, or the, the laws that that uh, are in effect should be implemented, uh, or should be put on those people, and they should be arrested. And I feel that um, if the Democrats would come out and say this, they could also at the same time say the president deserves to be locked up, and I think he does. Yep. Yep. Thanks, I think you're right. Good Thanks, show. Bill. Appreciate you, man. All right, so we got uh, John and Mark, so we got to get uh, enough time for both to get a chance. John, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan, I'm doing doing great. Uh, and, and so, so my, John, while I got you real quickly, I, I just need your spin on this. I am trying my absolute best to understand why our president would spend so much energy defending this issue about whether Alabama was in the line of the hurricane or not, when it seems to make no difference to anything at all. I mean, I, I don't see how it benefits Alabama to be considered as a target. I don't see how it benefits Georgia to be considered a target or not be considered a target. It didn't make any difference to them one way or the other. Why, why bother to even defend this issue? I had not heard anything about it until I listened to your show, so I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Oh, I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry you've been sheltered. You know, <laughs> just well, so I mean, just so you know. I'm in flyover country. <laughs> well, we'll fly over this. Just just so you know, uh, uh, four or five days before uh, Hurricane Dorian uh, had gotten uh, uh, into a point where it was offshore of Florida, they were forecasting the path of the storm. So the earliest forecast showed that the the zone of certainty went right along the coast. And then there's what they call the zone of uncertainty, where they think it might go, but might not go. And they they, they made that sort of like a a conal shape, you know, on this map. Right. And so that's what everybody was looking at. So apparently, if you looked at it from that perspective, the storm could hit all the way to the western side of Florida. For whatever reason, Donald Trump wanted to make it appear that Alabama was also in the, uh, uh, the, the, the gun site of the storm and that Georgia was in the gun site of the storm. So he started telling people that Alabama was going to get hit and it's going to be bad, you know, and so and so. So he said, where are you getting that from? And so he produces this map. Now, on the map, they show the zone of uncertainty, but it doesn't go as far as Alabama. So he had somebody or he himself took a Sharpie and drew a larger zone of uncertainty that did show Alabama and a little bit of uh, 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 Georgia and, and use that to justify, you know, his assertion. And, and I guess all I'm saying is you're a grown man. You should be able to take it if you say something that turns out not to be true, patently not true, to just say to people, Yep, I thought that was going to be the deal. I thought I'd get out in front and look like I was, you know, the weatherman. I was wrong. Move on. Why can't he ever do? He never can do that. And I have so much difficulty 
with a person who doesn't have the ability, you know, to change their mind in, in the face of new evidence. When something shows you that what you thought before was patently wrong, you should simply say, well, I got new evidence. What I thought before wasn't true. Here's what's true. And then move on with truth. Why, why, why does that never happen with this man? I mean, ever, not once, does this ever happen with this man? I, I can't, I can't, I, I knew nothing about it, zilch, but, but uh, I, I, just, I have to say I'm skeptical only because uh, news media is pretty biased, but, uh, you know. <laughs> okay, I, well, just, I'll, I'll just, look, just, type, the... just type in Alabama Sharpie. Okay, and, I'll and, do that. And I guarantee you, you'll get the whole story. Yeah, I'll <laughs> do that. I'll report back to you next week. I'm sorry. We got to get Mark and we got to get Bob on. Let me get Mark real quick. Bob, how you, Mark, how you doing out there? They're all the same. <laughs> Don't. They're all the same. You see how you see how far you got with him? That's how far they get with Trump. They're all the same. They they want. They believe the lie. I've been telling it, you it's that. like it's like people just want to believe what's not true. They just I, want I, to I've believe. I've been it. telling you that since <laughs> I got on the show, and you've been t- you try to tell me, oh, they can't, they they they're not liars. They don't believe. They're just misinformed. Uh, do you believe me now? I believe you, Mark. <laughs> they believe the lie. It's it's not that I didn't believe you. I just keep you trying know, to find some you're trying route. Trying to educate. <laughs> yeah. But they, you can't educate them because they believe the lie. They're the lemmings. Just you, too incredible. Don't you understand? Uh, and you know what it was about? He wanted to give them FEMA money for, before the election. See, I was trying to see if somebody would go there and Absolutely. say that that's what was really going on. Disaster relief and FEMA money, that's big bucks yep. for them states. And yep. that's where he was going, because that's all that matters to him is the money. In fact, if it rained in Alabama at all, he was going to blame that on Hurricane. And he was going to call it disaster and give them money. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. If they would have got blown on like that. There you go. Right. Yeah. And, you, and, and, and uh, um, um, there was, uh, uh, wait, there was one more. Oh, and you talking about Reagan. Reagan was a gun runner. Yep. And and a drug don. I mean, his, tell the truth. That's the truth. And his dealer was Oliver North, yep. who put crack in the cities. Yep. But and, and but, Pondexter, or Poindexter, whatever his name. And is. then right. and, and then he got on television and says, "If I would have believed I did something wrong, but in my heart I believe I did yep. not." And they bought that crack. Yep. 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 Just absolutely incredible. Okay, baby. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you, man. Sorry, Bob, I ran out of time here. I really wanted to get a chance to give you a, a, a holla, but maybe I'll talk to you on our Monday program. But thank you all out there for listening to us and supporting us. All we're doing is trying to give ourselves enough information to be able to look at things honestly and think about them based on truth. It's always best to operate based on truth. We'll see you all next week here at Think Again. Think again.
You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.